Hello and welcome to Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm here with my co host Sid. How's it going, Sid? How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? So today um, we'll be discussing a few topics. Um, So today we'll be discussing last week's matches, uh, including the Manchester derby. Um, And recently Ancelotti has been sacked from his job at Napoli. So should a Premier League team approach him uh, this season? Um, And we've got some interesting news from LFC. And we'll be talking about district matches and giving you our predictions. So let's start with last week's result. I'm sure you're very happy with the Manchester Derby Sid. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? It was um, probably like the game of the season so far. Probably the game of the season. Yeah. Like, I think in terms of the way we played and how we held Manchester City. You know, even from the offset, we was just dominating. And I think for us, if we can attack from the beginning and play with purpose, it would be difficult for teams to stop us. Because what we did is literally, we absorbed all their play. But because we have Daniel James, Marshall and Rashford up top, we're able to hit them on the counter. And, well, their defence is makeshift, but most teams will suffer. Struggle, I think, against those front three. Um, but yeah, I think defensively, Lindelof played well. Maguire is not really the end product yet, mm-hmm. but I'm confident with him. Okay. Um, they just didn't really have a chance against us. They scored a goal, of course, but that was just a one-off and uh, the chances were minimal. But mm-hmm. in terms of the way we played, held them out, you know, the tactics were spot on. But Tom Lee and Fred, their partnership is blossoming, mm-hmm. which is very good because at the end of the day, we've struggled in midfield, and I think with Pogba to come, I'm hoping he can be fit for the Everton game. It will be a huge plus point for us. But yeah, if Solskjaer can see what we did in this game and carry it on, we should have top four secured. Wow. You sound very positive. So let's say... Yeah. May United lose against Everton. Will you sound as positive on our next episode? Alright, why would you say? <laughs> I feel like I'll get a different tone from you every time United play. So if they win, obviously you're going to be on cloud nine. Yeah. <laughs> if they lose, it's like, oh, don't talk to me about football. We don't need to talk about football today. But we're not going to lose against Everton. It's well, you never know. Magic. Duncan Ferguson, that magic has apparently reappeared in Goodison Park right now. Yeah. I mean, look, never to be know. fair, we play amazing against the big clubs. We haven't lost against. Yeah, you always raise to the occasion. I think. Yeah, yeah. We haven't lost to the top six. And to be fair, Solskjaer's tactics are always on point. I yeah. think he he knows how to get a result against yeah. the big teams, which is. He he wants to prove a point. Yeah, but then it's the it's the rest yeah. of the teams you no, have this to. Is, yeah, that's not enough. For me, I get I get what he's doing. Yeah. But like you said, I think that he has to like raise his levels against everyone. But do you think he has that capability? Because yeah. some managers, naturally, as being a former player, so the big games, you naturally get pumped mm. up. But do you think he has enough as a tactician to beat the smaller teams? Because I know it sounds funny, but the smaller teams are actually the more difficult teams more to beat because they're the teams that know what you're capable of and will park the bus and block any sort of play. They won't play football. They'll play to stop you winning. Yeah. So do you think he has that block in his locker to do that for a long sort of long term sort of approach? 
I, I, I actually think he does. Okay. But there is a bit of ignorance in his approach. Okay. And he, he underestimates the lower teams. Okay, fine. He doesn't give them that respect. Mm-hmm. Not where like someone like Fergie, yeah. all these great managers now, mm-hmm. they go into it knowing that they have to win. Yeah. They, ain't no team secure. As in, like, no, a win. No. Like, Solskjaer, for me, seems like he he will switch up the formation or he will change players. Even though the previous week he had an amazing game. Yeah. He'll go back to playing, like, a youth player or three at the back. Mm. And it's just like, why wouldn't you just do what you did previously? Yeah. So that's what I mean. In terms of ignorance, you can't underestimate the lower teams. It's probably more to do with mentality. So, obviously, yeah. Old Trafford used to be a fortress. What do you mean, but- used to be? Come on, let's be honest. Like I feel like before, teams would most teams. No, I mean I'm not even talking small teams. I'm saying most yeah. teams would come to Old Trafford and not play the way they normally would play yeah. at home. For example, so I don't think Man United has that sort of appeal in terms of being. No teams will come into Old Trafford being scared or we can't get a result. People will test their limits and do what they can. Mm. But I think Ole, because he used to be a former player, he still has that in his head that it's still a fortress yeah but the thing is once you get results you can build it into a fortress yeah, you understand yeah. so that may that may come down to experience as well at the same time um which will probably build as time goes on well let's see if he survives the season because as we know it's a business game so if he doesn't get top four do you see him being the manager next season i think this one's different i think they will give him time okay I've, i don't want that and no okay. no but it's really if you don't get top four why should you stay yeah, but do you want to be that type of club that mm. chop, chops and changes their managers every season? No, but this isn't. Do a you want Klopp. to be a Watford? <laughs> this isn't Klopp or Guardiola where you know they yeah. can produce the goods. Give them yeah. time and they will come through. This yeah. is Solskjaer who's proved nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's not about us copying and changing. It's us being smart. Yeah. It's a business game, like you said. Mm-hmm. But Woodward now has seen that. You need to give Solskjaer, because out of everyone, he seems the more confident. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... Look, Maybe I, that's because he's got the backing of yeah. the team. He's got the backing of the team, he's got the, uh, the staff, I mean, the board. The board above him, yeah. So he's got no reason not to succeed. Yeah. So they have to ride it out, I think. Yeah. But I, whether I want that or not, if he doesn't get top four, we have to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so what about the other matches last week? Did anything stand up for you? Um... To be honest, I felt that it's the Liverpool game. Yeah. Against Bournemouth. Yeah, it was it was good, but then it's just one of those ones where you just know they're gonna win now. Yeah. And for me, it's literally where I think that I always look for Liverpool games, not in the hope that they will lose. But at least drop points. Yeah. Mm. And that that for it's me is happening. what <laughs> there's a bit of a technical issue here like there's a pause of silence because Ozzy was just talking nah about talking it's sense but it's fine nah I don't know about that but um well, no I've never lost yet so you know yeah okay all good things must come to an end not this season nah. you don't think you'll lose nah you don't think you'll lose again I, do, I can't about um, I don't know you can't like I'm not I, I won't be that sort of fan to be copying like yeah we'll be invincible but I don't see us dropping a lot of points this season. Um, even draws, I'm, I don't even feel like we'll draw a lot of games. So 
We'll beat you next game. When are we playing next? Do you know? I don't know, but you'll lose to us this season. But it's at Anfield. So what? You're not beating us at Anfield. Trust me. I'll, I'll right, put money on, on it. It's on record, so we'll, we'll see. We will beat you. Right. I'm confident we'll beat you. Okay, we won't promote gambling on this <laughs> on this podcast, but we'll, we'll talk this behind the scenes. And yeah. Well, this is on record anyway, so we'll see how that goes. I'm not actually sure. I think it's I'm Feb. I think it's fair, but... What about you, any games? So, for me, last week was... was um, Tot- Tot- Tottenham's match, well, obviously, they won 5-0, mm-hmm. but it was um, Son's goal. Yeah, yeah. I thought that goal was just, like, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Sonado, Nazario, Mourinho called him at the end, like, yeah. it was... Because it was that t- type of goal that yeah. Ronaldo scored when he was a youngster at Barcelona. And I think Mourinho was the assistant manager for, oh, really? for uh, Bobby Robson at the okay. time. So, Bobby Robson, so... So yeah, that was that was like for me that was a goal of the week. Like mm. amazing goal, amazing run from his own half. Yeah. And like skipped so many players and just couldn't stop him. Great finishes at the end. Do you think he gets enough credit? I don't think he does. I think I think obviously because of Harry Kane being British, I think honestly I think that's you will get biased opinions because he's England number nine, all that sort of stuff. But he's a for me, he's invaluable to that team. Mm. If they sell him, let's just say in hindsight, I don't think they can replace him straight away. There's not many players that can play to his standard. Yeah. And he can play any position. You notice he's not a type of player that you put him in left wing and that's his position. He can play left, right, number 10, number 9. Still effective in every shape or form. Mm. And he's improving year on year. And he's quite young as well. So for me, top, top player. Mm. Um I would love for him to be at Liverpool, because like, you look at you, you look at your rival teams and you always think to yourself that oh, if your team could sign anyone yeah. in the Premier League, let me say that to as a question to you. If there's one player you can sign for Man United in any of the top, let's say top six teams, who would you sign? For me, it'd be Son mm. for Liverpool. I think he'd be invaluable. He'll be a great like he might not start every game. Yeah. But he'll cover all of the positions attacking wise, and even we can even actually make a position for him so he can be like a number 10 of Firmino in the 4 2 3 1 sort of formation. That's how I would do it anyway. But, um, that's a good question. I'm not, I'm not actually sure. It'd be t- at the moment, it would be either Vardy or Mane. Okay. Yeah, for us. Yeah. It's weird, but I don't really but see. But would they fit into your team? Because I feel like Rashford is the golden boy of. Manchester right now and then you've got um, Martial who's highly rated between, like amongst the United fans yeah but he's not consistent enough for me so if my let's say my was in that team you think Martial wouldn't get a game no well, actually no he wouldn't get a game he wouldn't get no. a game even if Vardy was in that team he wouldn't get a game oh so Rashford would be ahead of Vardy no I'm saying Martial wouldn't get a game oh Marsh. oh okay fine if Vardy came yeah that's definite no no way so yeah I, I would have well, you can pick one. Who is it? Vardy. Vardy. Yeah. yeah. Good shot. Yeah, Vardy, I think. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, he's having a great season. Yeah. So, we spoke about that in the last episode mm. as well. So. Okay, next topic is Ancelotti. Yeah. So, surprisingly, um, he got sacked by Napoli earlier this week. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I just think a lot, again, it's a lot of background noise that has affected that decision. Yeah. Or contribute to that decision, you know. Yeah. I feel that Ancelotti was given a rough time. Mm-hmm. 
the players weren't really given. But they're still producing results, though. Yeah. Do you think it was more to do with the dressing room being um, unrest, or it's more to do with the politics within the higher? I think it's hierarchy. politics. Okay. I think it's the politics because you can see how quickly he was replaced. By Gattuso. Gattuso, yeah. Yeah, and surprise me, appointment for me. Which is a surprise appointment, but it also shows you that this has been in the pipeline for yeah. a while. Yeah. You can't bring in a manager just no, like no, that. No, no, of course Something not. Something would have been happening in the pipeline. Yeah. You know, I mean, for me, Ancelotti would still walk into any um, club. Mm. Not any, but majority of the clubs. He's got proven records, wins leagues yeah. wherever he goes to. Um, I think for me... He would spice things up in terms of like management, tactics. Yeah. It'd be a good shout for Arsenal. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so do you think a Premier League team should approach Ancelotti? Yeah, for sure. What teams do Because we've got, obviously we spoke about in our last episode mm. in regards to four managers being sacked yeah. in less than a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so that's Arsenal, Everton, Tottenham. well, well, oh, well yeah. Tottenham have their yeah, replacement yeah, and so Arsenal. do um, Watford. So, do you think Arsenal or Everton would be a good fit? Both would be a good fit. Realistic- or, where, or realistically, where do you see him? Everton. Really? I, I see. Arsenal are a club that should have him, but they yeah. won't go all out to get him. You think they're waiting for Allegri Probably. next summer? Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but they're, they're very naive and silly. Yeah, Arsenal I would go for Ancelotti 100%, 100%. Why would you not? No. If you've got a manager of that calibre available right now, look, no offence to Freddie Lundberg, but I don't think he's the the right manager to yeah. take him forward right now. And it's a big gamble for them to appoint him as a caretaker manager for the rest of the season. I don't think that's a decision they've made, but they haven't really... Spoken up. They right? haven't said anything publicly anyway. Yeah. So yeah. at the minute, you would assume he will take over for the rest of the season. And that's a big gamble, in my opinion. If if they don't get top four, which is a possibility. Oh yeah, realistically they're realist- not. Yeah, they're not. So yeah. I would get Ancelotti. He's got Premiership experience. He's been a top of top caliber manager for a number of years, mm-hmm. and he he knows he knows to get the best out of sort of not I'm not saying there's big egos in yeah. the team, but certain type of personalities where he's managed um, players like that in the past. So. And he'll bring that squad together as well, I think. And he'll yeah. probably add quality because of the type of manager he is. He'll bring quality in the next transfer window or next summer if he was to be appointed anytime soon. Yeah, and you're right. I think he would be the natural choice. But I don't think Arsenal would even have a plan. Doesn't sound like it, to be honest with you, because I think the way Emery was sacked, it was just based on results, recent results. And I don't think they had a plan in terms of because I don't even think Freddie Lumber was expecting to be in that position. No, of course not. But this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You can't sack someone without having an idea yeah. of who you want to replace them. But they get a lot of pressure from their fans. You know, yeah. With AFTV yeah. and all that. I think because they're one of the clubs where a fan channel kind of does have an influence. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So it will probably made a decision where there's a lot of unrest between the fans and a decision has to be made. But... Yeah, I, I, if I was the the board at Arsenal, I'd look at Ancelotti. Yeah. Hundred percent. You don't even have to give him a long term contract, even no. if it's for eighteen months. Give him an eighteen month contract. See yeah. how he does. If by the summer he he hasn't done well, you can always 
appoint another manager. One year payoff is not a big deal to those type of clubs. So mm. it's interesting. I think that you know that we can say this because you know we can see what's apparent. But I don't know what Arsenal's budget is. Yeah, what that's they true. Want long term, do you see what I'm saying? Because for me, I well, we don't even know who runs Arsenal. Yeah. Because they have a lot of stakeholders there. Yeah. So no one we. Obviously, there will be certain people that have, I think you can see this, where he has the higher percentage yeah. as a stakeholder. Yeah. But no one knows if he's making the, the big decisions and stuff. So, yeah. so, I think for me, look, I, I think that they should get Ancelotti. Yeah. But it won't happen. What about Everton? That would be a great coup if they could get Ancelotti. massive coup. And I think... Everton will hold and show more passion to bring in Ancelotti because they know they're really yeah. at a disadvantage. But for Ancelotti, it would just be, would he want to go to a club like Everton? I mean, you'll see it as a challenge. It's, Everton's not poor. No, no, they're not poor, but... He could entice players to come as well. You'd be surprised what Ancelotti, what power he could have in terms yeah. of like pulling power. Yeah. No, I, I don't doubt that, to be honest with you. I just think for him as a project, would it appeal to him because... The clubs he's managed, they're all top caliber clubs. If you look at it, yeah. yeah. So, but I think even Napoli for him to mm. go to Napoli was like for some I'll be like, oh, that's maybe not the right choice. But Napoli, a big club in Italy, yeah. so went to Bayern <coughs> before. So you know, it's not. I don't think it's a bad move for him. But I don't know. I'll, if I was Ancelotti, I'd probably wait until another club. Maybe because I'm a Liverpool fan, but I'm being a bit. Yeah. No, but being honest, I don't think. I think if they get him, that'd be an amazing coup for them. Yeah. Um, I can but see I don't. Happening. I don't. You can see it. Yeah. I don't see it. But yeah. we'll we'll see. I can see it happening. But yeah, like you said, football's a funny game, isn't it? So exactly. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. But yeah, Arsenal should be the obvious choice. But I can see him going to Everton. Everton. Yeah. All right. Watch this space. Let's see yeah. how that unveils in the next few weeks. Um, so speaking of Liverpool, um, just to sort of mention about latest developments that happened earlier this week so Liverpool been linked with um, a Japanese player from Salzburg I'm not sure if you're familiar with him Sid uh, Minamino no I haven't you've not watched him at all no I mean I've I've heard and obviously there's when the link came up transfer rumour came up I did the obvious checking on yeah, YouTube and yeah. seeing what he's like yeah he, he would definitely he's a good option to have yeah I can't say I've watched him enough to know... Well, I've only watched him twice, yeah. and that's against Liverpool. Yeah. So I'm only judging by how he played against us. Um, and he definitely stood up for me. Yeah. Um, despite, you know, Haaland being the golden boy mm. of Salzburg right now, well, world football, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, Coming to United, yeah. We'll see. Do you, would you sign him? I mean, yeah, it's a good, it's a good signing. But, but, like, I would want him to have a few more seasons under his belt. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it's a bit too premature for a top team to sign a youngster like that. But, you know, he has he's a top quality player. Yeah. So, so you know, it would I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of teams would come and bid for him this year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to Minamino. Um, for me, that would be an amazing signing. Um, release clause of 7.25 million so good in this um, which apparently no clubs knew about other than uh, Michael Edwards at Liverpool mm. I think just based on the relationship he's formed with the, with the club so I think at the minute they're in advanced talks so could be a signing in January for me it'd be a great signing he um, wouldn't start though 
No, he wouldn't start, but he would get a lot of games um, because of um, his adaptability to play in different positions. So he's comfortable to play on either wings, which he showed against Liverpool. So he plays left and right, uh, predominantly on the right, and he, he can play as a number 10 or as a number 9. He mm. reminds me in terms of his style like Firmino, where he's a very clever player. He likes, yeah. If he plays central, he's, he'll drop yeah. and he'll play great passes. I'm quite excited about this move. I hope it happens. Um, but at the minute, it's just it's just rumours at the minute that. Yeah, but it seems like a good talk. chance you'll get him. So. Yeah, because it's a release clause as well. So normally, uh, they don't take that that long to no. to, to come through. So, um, but other news regarding Liverpool. Um, Klopp has signed an extension until 2024, um, as well as Milner, who signed a contract oh, until yeah. 2022. So, what do you think of um, contract extension with Klopp and Milner actually? Uh, Muna, I've always liked Muna. He's no thrills, but he gets the job done. Solid player. He's reliable. You know, he can deputise in most positions. Yeah. And I, I think he's a good leader. He definitely is, yeah. You know, I think something happened a couple of months ago where one of your youngsters had Oh, Curtis Jones. Yeah, had yeah. a good game. Yeah. And then he told him, but the, the real work starts now, something will put your head down. Yeah, so this was after the Arsenal game yeah. at the Carabao Cup. So he had a good performance that yeah. night. And um, I believe the next day in training, he wasn't putting in the work as he normally would in training. So Milner took him to one side and said, look, you had a good performance yesterday, but that's just the start. You need to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Which is... I think he said that in a PG way. So yeah. this is Curtis Jones actually being interviewed and saying what we what I've just said now saying about what Milner told him so he's like look he said a lot worse so I'm giving you the PG version is so, it? yeah yeah so well, that's what you need though. but it's a leader because at the end of the day you know you can't get big headed by one performance he's a good he's a good young talent we have I've watched him quite a few times for Liverpool um, I think a long move would be good for him actually in terms yeah. of the development um, but yeah so Milner for me yeah top player yeah. Um, despite his age he's still one of the fittest players I think like 33, 34, so... Is that it? Yeah, but he, oh, he's been around for yeah, a long time. No, he's been around 16, since 16, yeah, isn't it? Least, since yeah. his least days, so... Um, yeah, he's still one of the fittest players in the... In the yeah. You know when they do like the bleep test in um, pre-season? Yeah. He's always number one. That show how bad the quality yeah, is. Yeah, he's always top, so he's yeah. the fittest player in the team, so... And in terms of leadership, big key factor, I think, in this day and age. Yeah. And his uh, adaptability to play in different positions, so... He can play left back, as everyone knows. Um, centre mid is his prime position, but he can also play on either side. Yeah. Full back, if we need to, on the other, on the right side, required as well. He can do that as well. So, I'm very happy that he's signed a contract extension. As there were rumours that he'd go to Leeds. Is it? Um, if they were to up. be promoted in yeah. the Premier League, but yeah, I think he loves the club as well. You can see it when he's interviewed that he's very passionate about the club. Mm. So it's it's good to see that. Yeah. And Klopp get an extension until 2024 so that would make it nine years which is probably the longest reign he's had as a manager at one club yeah so in previous clubs at Mainz and Dortmund he's, he was there for seven, seven years so yeah it's good it's good for Liverpool um it gives you stability it gives yeah. you chance to build yeah it also gives him the chance to leave a legacy definitely yeah you know it, it's all win-win for Liverpool I think but yeah, it's good. It's not enjoyable for other clubs, but nah, who cares? But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. On to, <laughs> swiftly on to the next topic we have is this week's matches. So, yeah. is there a pick out of the bunch, 
or match that you're looking forward to? So for me, it would be... Um, I always said the Chelsea-Bournemouth game. Mm. Um, because Chelsea are on a run of... I think they haven't won in three games okay. in the league. Yeah. Am I right? Or, but it hasn't really been going well for them recently. In the Premier League, yeah. In the Premier League. And um, Bournemouth as well have been playing terribly mm. from what they're used to playing. Mm. So I think that this could be a chance for Bournemouth to um, up the ante yeah. and expose Chelsea. Okay. It's not anything against Chelsea. I think they're still a good club. Yeah. I'm not sure Frank Lampard is long-term, mm-hmm. but I can see what he's doing and what he has done. Yeah, but um, that for me would be a big one. Um, again, not being biased, but Man United versus Everton. That'll be a good game. It'd be a good game. Um, we've had a good run of performances. Mm-hmm. You know, we beat the mighty AZ, Alkmaar, Man City. <laughs> the mighty? Did you just say the mighty AZ? Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but let me let me five players from AZ Alkmaar. So anyway, let's just get back to <laughs> time is of the essence and all that. But you know, like we beat Tottenham, we beat Man City, AZ, and it just shows that we are building momentum. But it would be pointless if we was to draw or mm. lose against Everton. Okay. Just further questions. I think uh, Sean Michael said it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's beat Man City, he's beat Tottenham. Yes. He's got a bit of breathing space now. You know. But the next week, the next loss will just bring it back. We'll bring it back, yeah. So yeah, let's see. What about you? Do you think there's any? So for me, couple matches. So obviously being a Liverpool fan, looking forward to a Liverpool Watford game. Um, I don't think it'll be a walk in the park just because of that effect when you have a new manager, all the players want to, you know, show their qualities to the manager and make a stamp on stamp in the team as well. So. So this will be the first game with. Nigel Pearson, yeah. So he got pointed last week, but he didn't actually ma- manage the mm-hmm. game last week. So um, I can see this being like a 2 0 victory. For Watford, yeah. For, for Liverpool. Um, I'd like to see Origi in this match um, because I was quite impressed with how he played last week at the Mesa Derby. Okay. Um, and he didn't get much of a game time the following, the following match So against Bournemouth. So I believe. Maybe he'll maybe he'll start or come off the bench and score. Yeah. Uh, I can definitely see Salah scoring, mm-hmm. um, because um, of his nice goal that he scored against Napoli midweek at the Champions League. So yes. I think he, once he scores now, I feel like this is the sort of the time period where he notches a lot of goals. Mm. Um, I think he he prefers to be under that pressure mm. as well, especially with the sort of like lots of games coming up with the intensity as well. So yeah. So that's one of the games I'm looking forward to. And the other game is Arsenal against Man City. Um, so that's Sunday. Yeah. Um, that'd be an interesting match. Um, I'm rooting for Arsenal because obviously I want Man City to drop points. Um, but it's one of those matches you never know. It's that Emirates as well. I don't Arsenal, think it means much though. It doesn't. Uh, it, yeah. It sounds harsh, but it doesn't. It doesn't, but you, I don't know. I feel like kind of similar to... Manchester United where I feel like the fans get pumped up by big games you know so um, with it being at home it might just spur the fans on to kind of be the 12th man during that game if that makes sense so mm-hmm. it's an exciting fixture it's Manchester City as well so yeah. and Manchester City they're not in their best run right now so I can see it 
I've been a draw for Arsenal maybe even nicking it. I'd go for like a 1-0 really? to Arsenal uh, with um, Aubameyang scoring. He's on fire at the He's moment. He's on fire, yeah. So. But I think Man City will be too strong for them, especially after we beat them. Yeah. I think it will be like a, maybe even cheeky, like a 4-1. 4-1? Okay. Yeah. Aguero, 2. Yeah. Then uh, Rodri will get one. and then Rodri? Just... Can I... All right, Please. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Strange things have happened, okay? That's true. Um, Even McTominay scores nowadays, so yeah, go on. Sorry, there's not... My mic does work, but it's just a bit of pause because I don't sometimes understand what you're saying. <laughs> you wait until we have visuals in, in weeks to come. Everyone will see. Yeah, but anyway, so... um, And I think De Bruyne, Kevin De Bruyne will score. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be 4-1. And Uber Mayang will probably get a penalty like he normally does. Yeah. <laughs> and go off of that. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, so thank you for listening, everyone. Um, and stay tuned for more episodes.